Hey there, beautiful people, and welcome to Articulating, a bi-weekly podcast that explores equity in independent schools. My name is Gina Parker-Collins, and I'm founder of Resources in Independent School Education, where we focus on access, application, and enrollment in culturally responsive ways. Woo! And I'm Sam Osborne, Rise Advisor and Indie School Thought Leader. Now, what did Beyonce say? America has a problem, and it's our youth mental health crisis. Unfortunately, traditional solutions can fall short for youth, especially youth of diverse backgrounds. High schoolers Krishmal Holtra and Aaron Harrison are exploring an alternative route through Identify You, an organization that promotes mental wellness and connects students through their digital app. Krish and Aaron are high school seniors at the Dwight Englewood School and co-founders of the organization Identify You. Krish is an active student leader with a passion for community outreach and development, and Aaron serves as a student body president and peer mentor. Thanks for joining us, gentlemen. Follow us on Instagram at Articulating. This Artic period you lading. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Can I ask one question? Can I ask one question yes. before we continue? Sure. What was all of your favorite parts of your meals last night? Or yesterday lunch? Mm. Oh. I, I, the turkey was exceptional. And I'm not a big turkey fan, yeah. but my brother just did, he just did an amazing job. So I, I'm, I'm going to have to say the turkey. Uh, for me, what I like to do is I skip the food. And I go to desserts and stuff. So whether that's like okay. cheesecake, sweet potato pie, stuff like that. So I would definitely say yesterday I enjoyed my um, my uncle's sweet potato pie. So that was good for me. Okay, for me, um, liver isn't a really... I tend to not like liver at all. Liver? And Yeah, chicken liver. I like liver, but I just never heard it with Thanksgiving. But no, no shade, no shade. No, listen, listen. So (laughs) stuffing, my aunt does stuffing and she has like liver in it. Yes. It's like emulsified or something and it is so good and only three people in the family eat it and I'm one of them. Oh no, that, okay, I could absolutely, I think I've had that before and it is quite tasty stuffing. So, so good. Chris, what about you? I don't know. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not, like, a big Thanksgiving guy. But, like, I love the ham. So I'm not a big turkey guy. Like, I think it's, like, kind of dry. But I love the ham. The ham was amazing. The mac and cheese was obviously you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> but it was yeah. just, like, it was just. But I agree with Aaron. Like, it was more about the, the desserts for me. So I ate, like, so much pecan pie. That's my favorite kind of pie. Some ice cream. It was just good. It's a good time. <laughs> Well, I hope everybody still has leftovers because I will be hitting mine as soon as I get off this. I was going to say, I have a plate right next to me (laughs) as soon as I'm finished. So I'm ready. Oh, wow. Well, okay. So would love to know, Aaron and Krish, how you two crossed paths. Uh, Krish and I met in the beginning of 10th grade. So. The school we both go to now, Dwight Englewood, uh, I've been going there since I was nine, ten years old, so we're in fifth grade. And, you know, once you get to high school, like, not a lot of new people come, right? I think 10th grade and 11th grade are, like, one of the last years that people, you know, come from their old schools and come to a new school, especially high school. Like, meeting new people, there's a lot of pressure with that, and then obviously the pressures of high school, it kind of piles up. So, um, Chris is about one of, I want to say, 
eight, nine, ten, ten, maybe. I don't know off the top of my head, but around like ten kids that came into our grade our sophomore year. And my first reaction was, who is this kid that looks just like my friend Arav Tank? So this definitely has to be a new kid. And then so I just took notice of him there. And then when we had classes later, Christian and I started to get closer in math class, history class, science class, and uh, English. So we just had every class together that year. And that's kind of how I crossed paths with Chris and we became friends. Okay, so you become friends. How are you guys hanging out? Like, what do the kids do? Like, what are y'all yeah. doing for fun? So there's one answer to this question. We played a lot of video games together in the beginning, right? Because I believe it was still kind of COVID. It was still around that period, but it wasn... 100% lockdown, but that's just what we were all doing at that time. And I remember me and Aaron used to play together every single day. And we'd start, Aaron would start introducing me to other kids in the grade uh, through the through uh, through NBA 2K. And yeah, it was just a great time. We just talked and when we play by ourselves, we kind of have like deeper conversations and get to know each other like more properly on like a deeper level, which is kind of nice. So we, we had this kind of like it was just amazing how technology kind of like brought us together because also I live in the city and he lives in Jersey. So that commute time, it can just be really hard. Mm. And yeah, like same with so many other kids at Dwight. So video games seem to be a big way for all of us to kind of connect and come together. That's great. I, I love that origin story of you too. So the rest is history, but we're going to share that history here on this podcast and, and the legacy of this, this current situation that you all are in definitely has an impact. We'll get into that in a second, but I just want to know how is school going now? You are both seniors. How is school going for you right now? I mean, I guess I'll start. I think school right now, so there's a massive push between, I'd say, September and November for grades. Uh, we do a lot of college writing, testing. It was just very hectic, but now we kind of have time to slow down and just like reassess certain stuff and come back to stuff that we weren't putting a lot of attention to it uh, previously over those those months. But yeah, like it's a lot more chilled right now. We're just like enjoying life, relaxing, like playing a bit of video games, watching some TV, like it's not so on the clock. That's at least for me. When a lot of the stuff that you do is with the person that you end up having to start your company and work with is happening at the same time, I think it's super big and beneficial, right? So Christian and I, we, do a lot of different things, but because of this and because of how we're friends first, right? I think it gives each other, us each other respect for like each other's time and stuff like that. And then our schedules find a way to align, right? I think it's a big part of using your time the best way, right? Especially as a high school senior, we have a lot of stuff, as Chris said, from the September to November timeframe. And getting that done was the hugest, I think the biggest thing I've done in my life so far. But in that time afterwards, what you're going to do now, right? And preparing to be an adult is super important, stuff like that. But I think just this kind of practice of using our time well to do things that impact others has been super uh, fulfilling and fun. So, 100%. Yeah, just, just to quickly add on to Aaron, like, right, imagine like going like a massive sprint, right? Now your adrenaline is going, right? You're pumped up. You want to keep going. And for a lot of kids, they kind of find themselves in a space right now where they put in a lot of effort, put in a lot of time and stuff like that. And they're just kind of like, you know, what do I do now? Which is what Aaron's kind of saying. And I think it's, what's good for us is that we kind of have this to fall back to. We can put all with this, with our company that we'll discuss a bit later, what we put into it is really what we're going to get out of it. And because we have that drive and motivation right now, that's really like, we're on such a high off that from our college process, we can really put a lot of time and like delve deep into this. So 
yeah, that's what I'd say where we are right now. So listeners may or may not have heard about Identify You. Um, could you talk about, and could you talk about um, what it is, what you do, um, and what you're hoping to do, what it'll become? So the first thing I want to say about Identify You is when we think about counseling, mentorship in anywhere, any form, it starts with the relationship on a basis, common basis level, right? So I think before we get into what we do as a service, right, we will really put an emphasis on being a peer-to-peer mentorship service. So in the same way that Christian and I had conversations of being understanding and open to each other, I think that's what we were looking to replicate in everything that we do now and everything that we've done in the past and absolutely everything that we've done in the future. And what's the mission statement, you would say? The mission statement is, we empower minority teenagers to take control of their lives and unlock their true, their full potential through peer support. Mm. Say that one more time, please. We empower minority teenagers to take control of their lives and unlock their full potential through peer support. Mm. Yeah. I like that mission. I just wanted to add on to what Aaron was saying. I, whenever someone asks me, like, what do you what do you do as a company? I like to just start off my story, right? Because I just feel like it roots Please. it in something very real and very raw. So before Dwight, which is where I go now, um, I went to a school in the city called And it was very culturally undiverse, to say the least, right? And because of that, I found myself targeted almost to a lot of bullying. I'd come home, like, every day, physically beaten, mentally beaten. And then I found myself unable to meet my parents' pressures and expectations of me. And I just felt a real lack of affection at home and at school. Mm-hmm. So I had nowhere to go, right? I'd go to school, I'd get berated, I'd come home and get berated. There was nowhere for me to just think and just be in process of what was going on. Now my parents sent me to therapy and I didn't like it because I, like, what I really needed was someone to validate my experience, to empathize, to be like, yeah, I get what you're saying, I've gone through it myself almost like a friend, right? And I didn't have that. So it just felt like someone was talking out of a textbook to me, which isn't, it doesn't work for me. Like it, it won't get through to me. So but I got better by myself. I, with my family's help more or less, like I got stronger. And when I came to Dwight, I started talking to many kids there and they all had very similar issues, whether it be bullying or parental issues of all different um, backgrounds, right? Uh, and we, me and Aaron just realized, especially talking to one kid in particular, who was kind of our case study, was our first, first student who we helped. It was like, how many of these kids go through these experiences and how bad the effect can be, right? So me and Aaron are firm believers that your mental health as a kid can very much determine your future as an adult, right? And we've noticed that across, even my parents, right? Everyone has some form of trauma that would not address as a child can really impact you later. And we just want to nip that in the bud, kind of. We want to get to the root of it and the way that I would have won when I was going through my situation, right? So Identify You basically offers that peer-to-peer support that Aaron was talking about earlier and kind of help. It's almost like an older brother kind of program, right? Where it's like, I, I see what you're going through. I get it. I'm going to give you some actionable steps that work for me. We're going to track your progress. We're going to do all this stuff and we're going to basically get you to a better place. That's the very like raw basic version of what we're trying to do. And now we're trying to implement certain technologies like we're trying to create an app and just reach as many people as possible because it truly is a massive issue across the country. And 
we just want to help in any way that we can. How would the app work exactly? In our app, right, our goal is to first, as I said before, build that small community. And I think the biggest part about um, when we think about the most engaging apps that teens like us or even kids slightly younger use is going to be the social media. It's going to be the games that are capturing their attention spans super quickly and super fast. Right. And when we're thinking about making an app that's somewhat engaging or mostly engaging, but extremely influential. Right. We wanted to understand what's going to make kids continuously come back and kind of really engage what we're doing and engage in themselves, to be truly honest, and help them help their own development. So what we had an idea to do was take elements of apps that have matchmaking um, capabilities and mm. basically use that same capability to bring a group of five to six people together. And then once those group of five or six are together, they'll be paired with a mentor, right? And they all have the automation, excuse me, the agency, excuse me, to, to, to pick and select who basically they want to use, right? Or basically who they want to use as their mentor, who they want to be in their environment so that they're first comfortable. And then next step will be the growth. And in the growth, we wanted to add some bit of a gamification element, right? So what we were thinking and in our brainstorming process, we knew that as Chris said before, the way him and I connected was first the video games. We sat down and played Fortnite and NBA 2K all day long together on weekends. And we had those nice, calm and really just trustworthy conversations. In the same way, it was something that kind of took our minds off the pressures of life playing video games that opened the floor for us to have those discussions. So taking that aspect of competition and kind of materializing it into a leaderboard, right? So you and your small group of friends basically would be on a leaderboard with one another, right? And the way that you'd be able to gain points is by engaging in those action-based activities that your mentor uh, encouraged you to do. And say, for example, me personally, I love talking to people. I think I'm an extrovert, right? But I think something that I have a challenge with or basically could improve on is just taking the time to just self-reflect, you know, meditate, calm down just a little bit. So for my task, it would be, 10 minutes of meditation and you would get certain points for that. And of course you can get points for talking and engage with people. And that's something that you still want to do. Cause that's a great thing to do just to build your comfortability. But I would receive less points for doing something that I'm already good at. So it's going to be designed to build up your weaknesses while still maintaining your strengths. So overall, while you're climbing the leaderboards and competing with your friends, you're still becoming a full complete person at the end of the day. The one thing I'd say is that just to clarify is that, Basically, after you meet, there's only in, in each group there's X amount of kids, normally five to six, and a mentor. And after meeting, at least five or six times, and the mentor kind of gets a grasp of what the kid is going through and how they can fix to help them, they set a personalized plan on the app for each kid, and they set certain action-based activities that Aaron's talking about based on the type of person that they're trying to help. If that makes sense, so that's kind of how it all comes together. You um. Uh, it's there's a mental health component um and so that makes me wonder about um what the mentors equipped with uh when dealing with those challenges is there what's the like preparation like or the training like for these mentors in our foundation who truly are christian and i we took the time and took a course online in positive psychology uh, from the University of Sydney, right? So taking mm -hmm. that time to educate ourselves was really important, understanding of what we're looking for. Who are we going to bring along in our mission, in our dream, in our goal? And 
when it comes down to selecting people that are similar to us and like-minded to us, obviously we look for that true and natural experience first, but making sure they have a level of understanding is very important, right? So for example, if it happens to be a 12-year-old kid who is mature enough to talk about their issues and stuff like that, pairing them up with someone that's two years or maybe a year older than them wouldn't be ideal because there's a level of maturity that may be there, but the level of experience may not be there. And if we're trying to compensate, for example, that lack of certified education that someone may receive by going to college or having the opportunity to do a course like Christian and I, we want to put them in a position and place to where they're going to be gaining the most out of the experience and that experience comes with time and for example so if least if they don't have the fullest education possible to them at the time they'll have the opportunity to talk to someone that has gone through these events for a longer amount of time christian and i are 17 and 18 we have our lives ahead of us as we'll talk about later and we will are planning on incorporating aspects of mental health and psychology into our educations in college hopefully when we decide on where we go but we understand at this time position and people just like us, it's not something realistically that they will have access to, but we can definitely make up for it and choose people who have shared experiences and that are willing to be open and honest about what they're going through. Because that has, if, in my opinion, just as much value as someone being able to tell me, okay, you have a psychological deficiency here, or this is something that you need to work on for your own mental health. I would assume that independent school alum who were among the numerical minority would be a really great resource for you um, for peer mentors. And again, it it may be a larger age difference, but I think that they would definitely have that bandwidth and that breadth of experience, um, not only while in independent schools, but having graduated, like this this is going to be okay, you know, and these are different ways that we can um, support you. So I like the fact that you are looking to uh, develop your mentors to be able to be in a position to hear uh, students out and be able to give them certain um, methods of being able to support their mental and emotional wellness as they're navigating through independent schools. So that that is fantastic. Um, I would assume over time, too, you're going to collect a lot of resources for these students to be able to rely on. And Chris, you talked a little bit earlier about the idea of um, professional mental health practitioners and how that wasn't really what you needed. You needed a peer to be able to exchange this with. You didn't want a textbook situation. You wanted a a reality situation. And I can appreciate that a lot, that we can maybe even heal our own selves without having to be in this textbook situation. And not all the time do we even trust our therapists, even our school counselors, right? So I think this is really innovative. You're taking this into your own hands and I'm, I'm really excited for what that's going to look like. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, what has been the uh, support or response from your school um, as you develop this? Um, I think the kids that we've talked to about it in terms of students have really liked the idea. I think that the professionals, like our counselor, have, I don't really, I wouldn't say that they don't see the vision in it, but they just, they're very textbook oriented, if that makes sense. Like, you don't have the degree, you can't do this. Well, we didn't understand the importance of kind of having that professional help, right? 
they don't understand that that's not what we're trying to necessarily do. We're just trying mm-hmm. to offer these kids an alternative. There's a, been an article recently about um, smartphone usage, social media usage with uh, students and how that's increasing depression. Um, and what I love about your platform is that you're not taking away a device that is pretty ubiquitous now. Like, it's not going anywhere. Smartphones aren't going anywhere. Um, Being on those social platforms is not going anywhere. So it sounds like you're utilizing both of those platforms. You're in this space already, student. Now we can create more of an affirming space for you that can also help with your wellness as well. I wouldn't even know how to begin designing an app um what what who who what where when why how um uh developing that what's that process like exactly the how is basically my dad um works in software and he did Amazing. a favor to, to this guy in india and so as me and aaron kind of pitched it to him it kind of drifted away from being, being a favorite more something that they wanted to do something that they found was really noble and then me and aaron asked like can we? Can you help us develop an app too? And they said, sure. And I think it's mainly oh the idea gosh. that they, they really do believe in our idea. And they're very, they're very, um, they're very future thinking and they want to help in any way that they can because they see the merit in it and they, they see the importance of it. That's the beauty of networks, huh? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We started this at the end of our sophomore year when we finished helping our one friend, as Chris talked about earlier. And, you know, the work was a little different, right? Because as younger kids, you don't really know, like, okay, I want to start a business tomorrow. What did we do, right? But we would just get on phone calls, Zooms, just like this, or FaceTimes, and just get on Google Docs and just start brainstorming. What are we? Who do we want to help? What is our name going to be? So... I remember, and I still have access to the document right now. It's our description document. What we do as a business, who are we looking to help, and what is our mission and goal, right? And we typed it for days and days, and then those days became weeks and weeks until we started it in, I would say, April, May, and didn't finish it until like the end of June, July in uh, 2022. And we were just typing the document all day long, all day long, all day long, those first couple of days. And we got a basic description done. And then it came down to, what are we going to name the thing? We eventually settled on identify you, right? And then mm-hmm. later on, as we spoke in that day or days after, we kind of came up with uh, agreed upon slogan, which was be bright, be bold, and be you. And mm. in that, um, what I realized is, and we did a presentation earlier this week, which was like a big milestone for us because that was our first speaking engagement. Be bright is be confident. Be confident in who you are and who you want to be, right? Being bold is being courageous enough to carve out a space for who you are and who you are excited to be. And BU is truly just being your authentic self, right? So all three of those elements coming together, uh, coinciding with our name, identify you, identify who you are. I think it just reinforces the name of our company and reinforces who we are and our experience and then eventually everyone's (coughs) experience. Love it, love it, love it. Be bright, be bold, be you. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, Gina, I'm sure you're picking up on this too, the dynamic between these two co-founders. It's, it's coming on, it, it's, it's really clear. I love it. Um, 
Aaron and Krish, before we go, I'd love to know, you know, you're scaling this, you're building this, the app is, um, you know, coming down the pipeline. Um, what sort of, what are you looking for now? Um, it sounds like you're raising awareness. Um, are you looking for support of any kind? Yeah, I guess how can we be of help? How can our listeners, how can we help yeah. you? Right now, me and Aaron are very much ready to kind of start launching little, little projects across the Jersey and the city. So we've been trying to meet with as many kids as we can, right? I think we'll be very helpful from this podcast if we could have our link to our website. That'll be made in like, I'd say a day or two now. It's like in the final stages where basically you can just, it's not fully developed yet, but what it can do is you can add your email and just kind of like, just add yourself to the email list so we can reach out to you when stuff comes up until we have the app fully developed. So I think that would be a great first step. You've into, got it. Yeah, it's just like me and Aaron just want us to get out there now. We've done all the behind the scenes work. We're really excited and pumped to just start working with kids and talking to them, getting to know them, building new friendships. It's also that for us. We're, we're making new friends through this, which me and Aaron really want to do. It's not just like they're the, they're the only ones benefiting. We're benefiting a lot through it as well because we're – it also helps us go into our experience a bit more from our past and put like misses, missing pieces together and kind of create this massive puzzle at the end of it that's like – it kind of helps us figure out who we are. So we all build on each other and we just want to just have more of those experiences, I'd say, right now. And what is the target age or grade of the students that you want to be able to support? And obviously, we'll have more discussion about it later, Christian and I, but definitely I would say 8th, ninth, and 10th, so that should be around anywhere from 13, 14, 15, and 16. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and another side to our service, which are, it's very early works, but we want to start talking to parents as well. And because it's one thing to kind of bridge the gap between the kid, for, for, for the kid to the parent, but you also need to bridge the gap to the parent for the kid, if that makes sense. And that's... That's equally important to us. That's, that's the other thing that me and Aaron are starting to work on right now. Well, we definitely have you on that front with RISE because we do speak to parents and that cultural piece is really important. Um, how we are ra raised culturally has a direct impact on how our children are experiencing um, their independent school experience. And one thing that I want to do is thank Sunny Sanjana for putting us in touch with you too. So Sunny, as you all know, uh, was Rise's summer intern and she sent an email to Sam and I and she's like, you gotta meet these guys. They had this amazing program that they're putting together for independent school kids and their social and emotional wellness. And so we thank you, Sunny, for once again, putting us at the right Woo! space at the right time with the right people. So I'm excited for what you're doing. Um, thank you. Aaron and Krish of Identify You. Um, listeners, be on the lookout for that email, um, those email updates and their websites. Um, and happy long weekends. And may we uh, now enjoy and return to our leftovers. Leftover time, leftover time. Yes, thank you guys so much. And, you know, we, we're connected now. So we will be following you and sharing your work because it's important work. Thank you so much. I really like that clothes much better. I'm going to cut mine out. Thank oh, no, no, no. This is all good. Just don't cut out the leftovers part. We got to leave that in. Mm, okay. <laughs> 
If you enjoyed listening to this discussion, please pass it on to a friend. And don't forget to hit subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Articulating. That's Artic, period, you lading. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks.